Entrepreneur MBA podcast purpose is to help existing business owners grow their companies past the $10 million in revenue per year benchmark. Here is your host, Stephen Halasnik. Welcome, everyone. My name is Stephen Halasnik, and I'm co-founder of Financing Solutions. Financing Solutions provides easy-to-set-up lines of credit for small businesses. And I will be your host for today. Over the last 25 years, I've built six companies in the $5 million to $25 million range. Two of those companies have made the Inc. 500 fastest growing companies in the United States. And I love learning from people with experience. Today, I am very excited to be speaking with uh, Jan McGinnis from The Work Lady. Uh, Jan McGinnis is a keynote speaker, comedian, master of ceremonies, and comedy writer. She has written for Jay Leno, The Tonight Show. Uh, the Jerry Springer Show, and for many, many, many others. For over 25 years, she's traveled the country sharing her unique and practical tips on how to use humor in business. She's been featured in the Huffington Post, the Wall Street Journal, and the Washington Post for her clean humor, and she's the author of two books, Finding the Funny Fast, How to Create Quick Humor to Connect with Clients, Coworkers, and Crowds, and Convention uh, Comedian, stories and wisdoms from two decades of chicken dinners and comedy clubs. Jan, welcome to today's Entrepreneur MBA podcast. Hi, Stephen. Thanks for having me on. So it's a great topic and we're going to get really into it in depth in a little bit, but uh, using humor in, biz- in business to lead. And, you know, I, I tend to be a serious guy. Um, and I certainly have my fun side. I have a lot of <laughs> a lot of fun side, but you know it, it really is amazing when you when you're in stressful situations when you can use humor to break up the um, the, the 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 stress, isn't it? Yeah, diffuse tension, kick off tough conversations, you know, and, and we're not talking about being a comedian. That's not in business. Most people, you know, aren't expecting that um, and they don't want that. But just using a little bit of well-placed, uh, appropriate humor to kind of lighten the situation. And, and most people, you know, even if it, if it isn't killer funny, they don't get mad at you. And humor and business, they're just happy that you're trying to lighten the situation. There's a lot of uh, things you can do to lighten the situation. And um, yeah, I think humor is a really, really good tool that gets overlooked quite a bit. Yeah. You know, when I, uh, I would say for the first 10 years that I was an entrepreneur, um, you know, I was so unsure about running a business. I was so unsure about how to manage people. There was a lot of moving parts. And to have my personality come out after those 10 years, which is, you know, I'm, I'm caring, I'm compassionate, I, um, I'm, uh, I'm extremely busy, uh, active, and like that's my, I'm, a, I'm the fun guy, mm-hmm. right? But, uh, uh, you know, that didn't come out until I felt more comfortable in what I was doing for a living. And, um, and uh, you know, as far as skill set goes, do you think that sometimes has an impact and people not showing their personality? I think people sometimes think if you joke around, you'll show a little bit of weakness. You know, oh. if you have a little bit of humor, you'll show like, oh, they're not, they're not serious. Or I think people try to be more serious to show, oh, I'm, you know, I'm important. I'm uh, um, 
the leader here and, and really leaders, you know, show your vulnerability. Um, have some fun. Humor is a great way to connect instantly with someone. You know, you have that aha moment where you both get the humor. Um, a great way, like we said, to diffuse tension, to show a little bit about yourself. Listen to the humor people use and it'll tell you about them. You know, if they make a snarky comment, you kind of know what frame of mind they're in. Um, but you can find out all sorts of stuff just by listening to uh how people are joking around and using and using humor. Um, so, you know, yeah, I think sometimes leaders are worried to, to use it. It looks like they're letting their guard down or something when in fact it's really making you more open to people going, Oh, I can go talk to this person. Oh, you know, Oh, I found out something funny about his family today, you know, or her family. So um, yeah, it's good. Um, it's a good skill. And it's not something you can just uh, decide today. If you, I want to do it, even comedians, most comedians, uh, we naturally have a little bit of hu- funny with us, but uh, we know where to look. We've been practicing it and trying it and using it. So, um, you know, it's sort of a muscle you got to you gotta work on. So let's say that uh, you have a listener right now who says, um, you know, I, I am a little stiff at work, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what would you suggest to them? <laughs> uh, well, I would suggest uh, you want to, f- Take small steps uh, to look for humor and because, you know, comedians, we get on stage, we start with a three minute open mic. I mean, you can't do an hour of jokes right off the bat. Uh, So start small and start looking, uh, I guess, uh, easy ways to find humor are to uh, walk in the room and, uh, you know, look for the first of all, look for the ironies, the disconnects, what are the things that don't make sense? And And after a while, if you start just kind of practicing that they start popping out at you. You know, you walk in and all of a sudden, boom, you see stuff, you know, um, I catch this all the time when I walk in room. I was doing an event one time where the uh, speaker ahead of me was speaking on uh, networking and the title of his talk was never eat lunch alone. Uh, right on uh, after him on the agenda, lunch on your own. All right. Hmm. So we, but people don't notice this stuff because they just, you know, you're busy, the meeting planners putting the agenda together. No one. So <laughs> if you start looking around after a while, it just pops up. I did another event one time. Uh, uh, though the giveaway at the table was uh, the registration table was solar powered flashlights. You know, there's a little bit of uh, disconnect in that. So they work really well in the sun <laughs> and you, know, you start pointing stuff out. And, and that's a really easy way to kind of get people to kind of laugh. Um, so if you have a big issue, you know, sit down and kind of bring out some of the irony, some of the funny things, but start looking for them now. Start practicing your humor muscle. You coach people how to lead? Uh, you know, I haven't done a lot of coaching. I haven't had time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd love to. I, I just haven't, uh, you know, that's one uh, avenue I haven't, I've been on so many planes. No, I, I, I just wonder if like, if anybody, uh, you know, that the reason I had asked that question is, 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 has anybody ever come to you and said, you know, maybe based on your books, say, you know, I feel like people don't know me. I feel like they think I'm too serious or, you know, and they don't know the the, the other side of me. How can I kind of get that out better? Which is a question we're asking kind of right now. But anybody ever come up to you like that? Uh, no. Uh, I've had people, everyone comes up and says, I'm really funny. I should be a comedian. You know, oh. and then, they, then they realize that, oh, they don't do it because they're afraid of hecklers and they're afraid of bombing. Right? Yeah, um, yeah. But, the, but they, uh, they don't do it. But uh, when they realize how much work it is, I, even when I started out, a friend of mine jumped out and said, you're doing stand up. I'm funnier than you. And then she saw me on stage and she came up later and said, well, small groups, I'm funnier. I'm like, yeah, try to get up in front of a 500 people who don't have anything in common, except they bought tickets. Yeah. You know, um, 
but I haven't done any coaching. Something went through my head when you mentioned, um, oh, showing your humor side. You know, you can also show signs that you're funny. You know, if you put, I don't know, fun uh, cartoons up or uh, like a little cartoon on your desk or something f- funny that just shows you have a sense of humor. You know, you don't have to always be walking and joking around. Um, the, most comedians are very annoying, the ones that just always on joking anyway. So that's yeah. not what you're shooting for in business. You're you're just shooting to to show people how uh, that you have a funny side and a personal human side to yourself. Yeah, and to lighten the the the, the issues that go yeah. on at work. Kick right, off a tough conversation with something quick. You know, um, comedians uh, we address when you see a comedian on stage walk on stage. Um, we usually address if we're really overweight or we're really tall or we have a noticeable disability or we look like a famous person. You know, we look like Jerry Seinfeld or something. We address it immediately because people need to, you know, otherwise they're not going to spend, they're not going to pay attention to what you say unless you address that. Uh, I have a friend of mine who's got muscular dystrophy. He's been on the tonight show five times. Doesn't have an act about it. He has one joke. He goes in, boom, says it, clears the air, lets everyone know. All right. I see that you see that I have uh, muscular dystrophy. So um, uh, you're just looking for some sort of an immediate, you know, quick, quick hit um, to, to diffuse the tension or kick off the tough conversation. Now, I, I would imagine that in a large majority of the situations where you're going in front of a, a crowd that you do a little, not extensive, but you do a little research as to what that crowd's going to be like. Like if you, if you're talking in, in Chicago, uh, you, you, you know, you kind of know what's going to go on, what's going on in Chicago, yeah. right? If you're going to Des Moines, Iowa, you know, what's going on in Des Moines, Iowa, just, just enough. Right. Yeah. So I, you know, I, I raised that point where I, I, what I had started to do uh, uh, 10 years into my career it was based on a recommendation someone said to me. And what I would do is uh, I'd, I'd take one of my employees out to lunch so I could get to know them personally, mm-hmm. right? And uh, and I did that on a consistent basis. And um, what I found was uh, when I did something like that, not only did their personalities come out, but my personalities <laughs> my personality came out as well. Yeah. And it, it, it brought the barrier down of, Oh, he owns the company versus, Oh, he's just trying to make things happen. You know, we're, we're all trying to make things happen together. Yeah. Um, I like to have fun with, uh, some of the, the, the big wigs in the company sometimes. And I've had many compliments about, Hey, you made me look human to my employees. So thank you for joking around. Uh, yes, I do research. I try to find out about the group ahead of time. I try to find out about what they're going through. Um, and it saved me on stage, you know, when I had a, I was in front of, I don't know, a couple thousand nurses one time and I had talked ahead of time to the client and they said, well, nurses have a, you know, kind of a love hate relationship with the doctors and, you know, the doctors are always getting the, um, the pats on the back and nurses aren't. And it helped me because I, uh, during it, it was when cell phones had just kind of come out and someone was cell phone videoing me and I ha- had to stop and say, Hey, you know, I tried to get her to stop nicely, you know, uh, non-verbally, you know, kind of like looking right at it. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> Finally I had to say, Hey, you know, would you not cell phone videotape me? And it stopped her, but it kind of got quiet. 
and, and I was rocking before that. And so I, I, but I threw in a line. I said, well, I don't know how you discipline a nurse, call her a doctor. The place went up. <laughs> and because I did a little bit of research and it just popped in my head. Oh yeah. This, I, and I went back right back into uh, my keynote. So uh, yeah, it makes, it, it's a great way to um, do a little research, find out about people, dig a little deeper, find out, um, you know, um, and then you can use that, that, uh, that humor. Tell me, tell me about the books that you've written. Tell me some things that if, if our listeners, of course, haven't read them yet, <laughs> right? If it tell well, us if your something. listeners are my mother, then they've read them, but otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, t- tell us some things in those books that you think our listeners who are, you know, all uh, business owners that are typically under 5 million yearly revenue. So they're smaller business owners, uh-huh. right? Um, tell us a little bit about, you know, I think sure. something that they would like to hear. Sure. Well, the first book is uh, Finding the Funny Fast, How to Create Quick Humor to Connect with Clients, Coworkers, and Crowds. And I basically tell you uh, tips for finding humor, um, you know, uh, pulling out the ironies. I mentioned uh, getting the big elephant out on the table, um, the, uh, you know, quick humor um, tips to, to add it into your verbal and written communication. So, you know, you want to have some fun, change, uh, say something counterintuitive or find a way to change the title of a book or change an acronym or something as you, so people will laugh and read your, your email or your memo or whatever. So those are some quick tips. I, I had a lot of people asking me, they come up to me after shows and say, gosh, how do you do the, you know, three to four jokes a minute. You're so fast. How do you write this stuff? It was just easier to put it in the uh, book. Mm. <laughs> it's an easy to read book too. Cause you know, that would kind of defeat the purpose to have yeah. a book on fast humor to be a, a big tome. Yeah. Um, and then the other book is convention comedian stories and wisdom from two decades of chicken dinners and comedy clubs. It's basically stories. Uh, and what I learned from them, you know, the mistakes, the good stuff, the bad stuff. Uh, what were some of the, th- you know, things that happened to me in this, in this career so far? I mean, I've been doing this now over 25 years, but I wrote this at the 20 year mark and um, you know, well, how did I recover? What, what would I recommend in the future? And uh, just some nice insights that can apply to anyone, not not just a comedian. You think you think that second book um, that the things that can, you think you that a business person can can extract things from that second book that apply to them in business? Yes, yes. Uh, it's you know it's it's about um, you know getting getting having things not go as well, and then I learned okay this. Uh, just, just a fast example. You know, I went from comedy clubs to um, the corporate speaking and corporate, and um, my introductions were, were horrible in corporate speaking at the beginning. Uh, they were written well, but they were, I was getting um, I'd pay people read my jokes ahead of time. I'd have people, <laughs> oh my, I, yeah, I'm backstage, and I had a woman up there reading and getting the laughs. <laughs> I'm like, no, and I've had people, you know, I go by the work lady because I do a lot of office humor, but uh, I've had people call me the working girl, which is a whole other profession, okay? I've had yeah. um, people uh, read, um, a one woman read the email that I sent to secure the the engagement. Yeah, she's talking about all the good things, why we should hire me. I'm like, I'm standing right here. <laughs> Are we going to take a vote on this? You know, I've had people holding the mic down. What I really, you just can't even imagine that a one guy, you know, started off the event with, you know, okay, we got to get a really good comedian here. Shut the hell up. That's not the introduction you want. <laughs> but what I realized is people in comedy clubs, people know how to, it's a comedian introducing you. They know how to do it. They know how to do it right. 
in corporate, they think they have to be funny. I mean, I actually had one woman get on stage and say, we got a comedian come up here. She better be funny or we're not paying her because she's trying to be funny, you know, and it didn't work. So I realized that uh, people don't realize how to introduce a comedian. They think they have to be funny or they, they want to read my stuff because they love my jokes so much. Uh, and so the easy things, uh, the, the takeaway from that is pay attention to the easy things that you just kind of brush off and think, ah, that's going to be easy. I hand someone a piece of paper, read it. And I had so many bad introductions until I sat, put another piece of paper and said, here, here's some guidelines. Don't read my jokes ahead of time. I know you loved them. You saw them in the video. Don't say them. Uh, you know, don't read my bio instead of, you know, five pages of stuff my mom likes to hear about. Read the introduction I gave you. Don't wing it. You know, I had one guy <laughs> get up there and he goes, he remembered I had written for The Tonight Show, Jay Leno, but he forgot it was The Tonight Show. He went up there and said, and now coming to the stage is a writer for Reader's Digest. Jeremy, <laughs> <laughs> like, can't anyone do that? You just, you know, so, but I have to, so I really sat down and said, okay, I got to uh, give people a quick tutorial on introducing a comedian. And you don't have to be funny. And if you want to do a joke, uh, you got to do it before the intro. But I really, if you're not used to doing jokes, please don't, because then that sets it up for if it's a bad joke or they don't say it right, or if it's dirty or if it's inappropriate, it sets people up to think that's what I'm going to talk about. You know, so um, comedians are interesting. When you say you're a comedian, people uh, and I'm now doing more keynotes, humor keynotes on change in uh, leadership than I am on them, um, than doing just straight stand-up comedy. But even the title comedian, people have these ideas in their head on what that should be. So what ideas do people have in their head about you or your company and you don't think about it and you just, you know, think, oh, this will be fine. And, and it, it blows up in your face. It's the little things that you don't pay attention to. You know, It seems that the more experienced you are at something, the more you care deeply and learn about the, the details, isn't it? Right. You're talking about the intro. You know, you're talking about how someone says it. Uh, you, you know, you, you're, you're taking all the variables out so that you can get the best result. And I think that's, you know, that's across the board, no matter what profession you're in, isn't yeah. it? And, and pay attention, really take a look at what are the things that could go wrong that you think, oh, this is easy. Anyone knows how to do this. And they don't. They don't, don't just presume that people know the small stuff, you know, like introducing a comedian. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're going to take a, a, a quick break just for an advertisement. But uh, when we come back, uh, Jan's going to tell us more about, you know, how we can really bring out our personalities. And what I want to hear too, when we come back is a little bit more how humor is different uh, for the generations. Oh. So, yep. So during, so just, during the, I just as a, you know, a little bit about uh, my company during the time of building my companies over the last 25 years plus, um, you know, I learned really dealing with banks, how hard it was to deal with banks. And so I, uh, I, I man, they're a comedy in themselves. And, uh, <laughs> I was going to say, can yeah. I throw some banking jokes in there? Yeah, really. There's, there's, a, there's a lot of material. And, uh, and so that's when I, uh, you know, me and my business partner started financing solutions over, you know, 10 years ago. And, you know, I can't tell you how important it was during those 25 years for my businesses to have a line of credit, uh, even just for unexpected emergencies. I always made, I always tried to make sure I had it in place, but uh, it was, it was rough. 
And so, um, and I had, yeah, I have an incredible credit. I got great assets and, and stuff like that. Um, but anyway, what our line of credit does at Financing Solutions is we made it easy to get in place. It's specifically made for small businesses. It's inexpensive when used and it costs nothing to set up. And it, that's what really makes it a great cash backup plan. I personally believe that every entrepreneur should have a cash backup plan in place. And if you'd like to learn more about the line of credit program, please visit us at fscreditline.com. That's FS as in Financing Solutions, creditline.com, or give us a call at 862-207-4118. And if you apply today, we will even give you a $250 credit on file. And just remember the time to set up the line of credit is when you uh, don't need it so that when you do need it, it's there ready to go. So let's go back to Jan and talk to her a little bit about the generational gap when Sold. it comes to Sold. I'm economy. filling out my line of credit right now. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I have a specific one just for comedians. So, ah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't say comedian. You'll never get a line of credit. <laughs> well, that, that's right. But you know, it's, only, image well, of us. <laughs> it's only a dollar for you guys. So that's how big the line of credit is. A dollar. Yeah. You can uh, so, you know, going back to generations, what do you think the younger generations nowadays, do you think they appreciate humor more? Uh, well, interesting. And I have not worked the comedy clubs in a long time. Uh, but my comedy com- friends say that what is happening is a lot of these uh, Instagram stars and people that have a million followers or whatever are getting on and they think they're funny or they do funny, you know, wacky, whatever they do on on their uh, platform and that's what the comedy club owners because they can fill the rooms are booking a lot some of them not all of them wow and but the but it's hard i mean they get to the comedy club and it's it's a different animal um these these you know instagram stars or whatever it's a little different when you get on stage and you're live and you can't just do a 30 second wacky thing you got to do a 45 minute funny thing <laughs> So I don't know if the I don't know if the younger generation is expecting smaller comedy bites, you know, has less patience. I don't I don't know, but it, the comedy it seems it's changing a little bit that way. As far as um, you know, what I see and people are laughing at, and I don't think a lot of times it's funny. Um, but I'm I'm older. <laughs> yeah. I, and I, I grew up with the, I, I do set up punch jokes. I loved Rodney Dangerfield, Joe, Jay Leno, all the Joan Rivers, you know, set up punch. And uh, a lot of this comedy is stories. And if you, as long as you have a punchline, that's fine. But if they're just a get up, there's a, there was a while where people were just getting up talking about their day and trying to be funny. And, you know, that's a real skill to get up and be funny on the spot. And, and a lot of times it takes a lot of practice to be funny on the spot. So, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know if, um, I've had younger people in my shows and they enjoy it. So I had a 12 year old in my shows once. (laughs) He loved it. He gave me a quote (laughs) that he's my marketing. He, and he, and I did the show two years in a row and he came back both years. He's great. Ricky. And, uh, so, so, uh, you know, I think is uh, for younger people, the only thing that would, for my, for me, I think was just the subjects, you know, I joke about, um, uh, work, which they haven't had a lot of work experience, uh, um, dating, dieting, some stuff like that. That's health. That's pretty generic. Um, but like some of the subjects just won't resonate as funny because they haven't had to sit in a cubicle for eight hours in a job you hate. And, you know, <laughs> that sort of yeah. Stuff. What did, you know, I have a friend who, um, 
He's a close friend and he, he worked, he, I have known him for uh, 25 years in, in my entrepreneur group, but when he sold his company, he ended up going to work for Google. Nice. And now he has 28 people reporting into him and he's, uh, he's 56 and everyone who's in his group is in their twenties. Oh. And, and what's, what he is a funny, he's a, he's not a funny guy. He is is a guy who does funny things <laughs> and <laughs> on yeah. purpose or <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> no, it's not on purpose. And then, you know, you, he's one of those guys that you just shake your head at. You're like, what, what are you doing? Right. And the younger generation, like they love him because they call him the old man. Cause he is, what's the word they use? Not, yeah, it starts, um, not irresponsible. He is, um, uh, he, no, he, he inappropriate. That's it. He's yeah. inappropriate, right? And he'll, like he'll say the things that the younger generation are like, "What are you saying?" <laughs> <laughs> okay, so two things working there. One, first, know your audience is certainly, yeah. you know, if, if you're oh. speaking to a group of nuns, you're not going to do the, the birth <laughs> control material. But, um, but yeah. secondly, my biggest, uh, you know, there's not many rules in comedy. Pretty much the only rule is be funny. I mean, I don't care if you're dirty. I don't care if you're what it is. It's I mean, I'm not dirty. I'm clean comic, but I don't care. Just be, have a punchline, you know, don't, yeah. use, don't use the F word gratuitously or anything. You have a punchline. Yeah. But what he's doing and what really I tell uh, most young comics, be you, you know, be, be you, because that's what, that's how you'll connect with people. Um, don't do the stuff that you think is funny. If you think knock knock jokes are funny, do those, you know? Um, I one time had a comedian come up to me. I was headlining a comedy club and, um, and he came up at the beginning of the week and he said, I want your job. And he had been told that I'm a clean act and to please tone it down. Well, he all week, he just got dirtier and dirtier and louder and more obnoxious the whole week. And finally, a Saturday night, he comes up to me and he goes, I don't get it. He goes, I'm doing throwing everything I've got at you. And you're stepping on stage and following me with those stupid, clean jokes about kids. How are you doing it? And I said, stop trying to get me and make me look bad and just do your own thing. And, and, the club owner will see it and they'll see you're uh, funny and your own and you bring your own personality to it. And that's what people are paying for. You know, don't stop trying to be funnier than him or her, or be the cl- the room clown, you know, um, and have all the attention on you. Just be you and do the stuff that you really, truly think is funny. And like your friend, you know, he, he's just being him and people love it, you know, and they, they do. And I, he's, they do, they find him genuine. And he's, and he's willing to laugh at himself and he is still, even after they've told him something, he's still a little naive, you know? (laughs) So, I mean, I don't really have a specific example. You have to see the guy uh, in in action. Um, You know, you're sincere about it and you're just, he is sincere. You know? Yeah. I mean, I mean, like I'm thinking of one right now, right? Whenever you go out uh, for a drink with him, like he's a heavy set guy, right? He's not really that good looking. He's short. And he thinks that every waitress or every girl there is interested in going out with him. <laughs> Maybe they are. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen it. <laughs> I really haven't seen it. So, you know, uh, you know, so it's like, but it's just funny because you, you know, once he gets that one drink under him, he, you already know that the, he's going to think that the waitress serving us is into him. 
And so, and it's just, oh, oh, you're telling me, oh my God. And then when he starts hitting back, it's just like, oh my God, he's so so inappropriate. He might, Um, he might need a little different kind of training, not comedy. He probably needs some sensitivity. Oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah. He's not the comedy that that I think we're striving for, (laughs) you know, right? Yeah. Some Um, people are are funny without trying and some people are, uh, um. Naturally funny, you know, Robin Williams, naturally funny. And then a lot of us, like, I was never the class clown, but I thought it'd be fun to be a comedian. In fact, um, senior year of high school, they have those superlatives, like best dressed, most athletic, I'm better than you, all that. And um, my friend Judy uh, said, well, you you say funny things, but you're not like the loud class clown. But she put me as funniest, so so I had two votes, me and Judy. <laughs> but at our class reunion, she when I said I was a comedian, and our I guess it was wow. like ten or twenty years, she's like, "Oh, that's perfect," you know. Um, and she, what was she? Uh, it works in a, a obituaries. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know what she does. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, in Florida. Just the opposite. Yeah. Uh, do you do you think? Uh, I, what about when the, when the, like going back to that, my friend that I was talking about, you know, just brought up a, a, a point that I was thinking of, and that is uh, in a, inappropriateness uh, where, you know, you're trying to make a joke and uh, it did, it, you know, on a consistent basis and it's just, it's not going over well. I mean, yeah. And- Sex, drugs, rock and roll, probably politics, stay away from. Yeah. Um, you know, you just, uh, if you want to be really, like for me, I mean, there are comedians obviously who make a, a great living at, at those top topics, but they're very good at it. You know, yeah. they're very. Um, well, what would rock and roll be bad at? I mean, what could you talk about? <laughs> Maybe I, mean, I just, I'm just jo- throwing rock and oh, roll in there. You just threw the rock and roll in it. Okay. <laughs> so, so it's like drugs, I guess, is what you equate with rock and roll. <laughs> Yeah, I gotcha. I'm like rock and roll. I'm like, okay, the so Rolling Stones versus I don't know Two Door Cinema Club. It's yeah, like, okay, you can talk you about rock and roll. All right, yeah, all right. <laughs> Just keep out the, the crazy stories. Uh, yeah, if, if you want or not, but understand your audience. I guess would be a, a big part of that because you know at work it's uh, sex, drugs, and politics. Probably not the the thing to be even joking about because they're just so so heated and and you know, the sex part, people are probably going to, it could be taken the wrong way, you know? Um, yeah. Also, don't do the humor if you're really mad about the situation. Uh, you're tense is good. If it's tense, you're just trying to break tension. But if people are hostile and hate you, don't use humor because it, it even if you're trying to be funny, it does not come out that way. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, look, just common sense, I think, you know? Common yeah, I sense. guess at the end of the day, what we're trying to, say is be yourself you're you're gonna you might make a mistake so don't be scared just make go out there be yourself over a period pay attention to how people are reacting if if they're not reacting right then you have to need to kind of tone it down a little bit um you know i also find too going back to your books that um you know if you if you read a book versus like i could take a look at your book read the first Read the, the the title, read the back cover, and say, "Oh, okay, I get what she's talking about. I'll implement it at work, right?" <laughs> but you know, there's something about spending 13 hours, 10 hours, five hours with a book, and it becomes a part of you for the rest of your life, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. You know, and I think you know, reading one of your books, you know, it could lighten up your approach just because you've now spent some time 
reading about it, thinking about it, stays with you for a little bit, pick up some tips and just really, you know, go in and take one little one tip. You know, like I said, comedians start with three minutes of material. Take one thing and just say, okay, this week, let me just start looking around to see what, because we tend to go in the same door to our office, drive the same route to the office, go, go a different route or walk in and start looking, really looking. And you, the, the disconnects and the ironies and the weird stuff just start after a while, just popping out when you walk into a room. And, um, yeah. and that's where yeah. you can, then when you need to use it, you need to use some humor. You'll know where to look and what to, what to look for. Well, good there. Well, let's leave it there. Cause I think that's a good, uh, you know, last statement, what you're saying. I'd like to thank you very much, uh, Jan, for coming on to today's podcast. We were speaking with Jan McGinnis from the work lady. Um, if you like today's podcast, uh, please feel free to share it with a friend and also subscribe in your favorite podcasting app. And also please give us a review. We've had so many great reviews. I'm really happy about them and they really help, uh, get the word out about the entrepreneur MBA podcast. It's the podcast has become very popular. It's listened to by thousands of people. I look at the downloads all the time. I'm shocked. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. And if you're uh, also looking for a line of credit for your business, you can call us at 862-207-4118 or visit our website at fscreditline.com. Jan, if anyone wants to get in touch with you, how would they go about doing that? Uh, Since nobody can spell McInnes (laughs) without putting a G in it because it doesn't have a G, uh, theworklady.com, theworklady.com. Right. And the last name is M-C-I-N-N-I-S, just Correct. so that everyone does know how to spell it. And if our listeners are interested in getting any new business ideas, I tweet daily about lessons for business owners at S-H-A-L-A-S-N-I-K, which is my last name, my first initial last name, S. Halasnik. And all of you, I want to thank you for listening. And let's remember, um, work doesn't always need to be so super serious. You can bring out your personality, let the people see who you are. That's going to help you to lead better. Um, and, and listen, life is too short, right? Let's just have, have some fun. fun. Let's have, have fun some fun. It. Yeah. So everybody have a great day. Try to get outside, take good care of yourself. You deserve it. And it helps you at work too. So we'll see you in the next nonprofit, the entrepreneur <laughs> MBA podcast. Thank you, Steven. Yep. <laughs>